Brexit segment. <laughs> so good. So Brexit. Not a lot on Brexit today. I, I was going to... I mean, there's a high leap of articles. Interestingly, there's an article come out. It was only come out about three hours ago, actually, um, about the fact that one of the key negotiators and, and the Brexiteers has said, hey, Italy will be to you know, follow, mark my words. And I think that is a fear that if... And from what we've seen so far with Brexit, it hasn't been anywhere near as bad as what it could have been or what it was predicted to be. And I think when you look at that, you go, hold on a sec, if that's how Britain has done it, then why can't Italy do it that way? Because let's face it, their economy is a basket case and the EU bloc is a basket case, I think, too, because they're unable to control their own currency. And one of the, the master strokes or a stroke of luck or whatever we want to call it was the fact that we kept the pound. If we had been subject to the euro, we probably would have been as screwed over as the rest of them, you know, because it really is a two-speed... You know, and in fact, now it's a multi-speed with you know the losers and the winners. Um, and there's obviously resentment, but the you know the winners control really the EU, and the losers have got to put up with it. So, you know, how do they get out of that? That that will be a real thing. But interestingly, years a couple of years ago when Brexit was first, in fact, it was before Brexit was first mentioned, people were talking about it. And I remember they hadn't had the vote yet, but I actually did some research, and there's been 109, and I may be wrong on that figure, but it was it was over 100 trading blocks throughout history. And some of these ones lasted 100 years and then fell over. So don't think that just because the EU is a post-World War II thing that, you know, and actually from what, from what I understand, it was a Hitler idea, believe it or not. Um, but don't think that it's gonna last forever because it may not. Coming back to Brexit and the impact on us, there's a lot of news coming out about 7,000 trucks sitting there for two days at the border crossing and all this sort of stuff. And I think that, you know, potentially could happen. They're saying that it's not, the software will be ready. But I think any new system, you know, if you go from one system to a new system, there's a betting in period, yeah? So, you know, there will be some trucks sitting at the thing. That will happen. But I imagine it will sort itself out. And most things have sorted themselves out. Um, but certainly, the interesting thing I find, um, Boris is really playing hardball with the EU. And I think the EU is realizing that he's not going to budge, which is actually a quite a good, strong negotiating position to be in. Now, yeah, he may be breaking some international laws and things like that. There's some question around that. Um, but I think, to be fair, you know, right now we're looking pretty good. Um, I think they'll have you know, an 11th hour um, uh, deal come out because neither party can afford not to have a deal of some sort. But, you know, we, we signed the deal with the Good Friday Agreement, you know, and the Northern Ireland and all that sort of stuff. And I think that's where, that's always going to be a sticking block, you know, and let's not get into that because that'll confuse the hell out of us. But it's certainly continuing on the path as not being as bad as it, you know, as everyone made it out. So, yeah, Brexit, you know, it's coming to a, <laughs> a home near you at the end of the year.